live on SEM. Welcome to Trail Town with Wendy and Deeds. That's right, everyone. Welcome to Trail Towns Radio. You're with Dietz and Vandy, and we're brought to you by 100% Pure New Zealand. 100% Pure. And on tonight's show, Vandy, we're going to be finding out just what it's like to win a race. In fact, the Reef to Reef, which you just actually won on the weekend. Spoiler. Quite good. Feels oh, good. Thank you for that. I'm sure it's not bad. <laughs> and we'll be talking about Rotorua in New Zealand, the ultimate trail town and the incredible riding that we discovered there. Now, we wheel out the very important people on this show. We have the former Premier of Victoria, Ted Bailey, coming in for an extended chat tonight. He's our number one fan and, frankly, we're his number one fans as well. Well, speak for yourself. I mean, I don't really know Ted, but he seems a pretty good guy. Yeah, He's a but... great guy. <laughs> <laughs> but as always, La Légende with Mike Tomolaris and Gabrielle Gatte. Today is about bolognese and dairy. Oh, more on that later. And, but more on that later because we've got a bit of a surprise coming up. There's been a, a little bit of cooking going on in the old Karsnitz household. And, and, and the Vanderplug household. And, the Van, and we're going to have a bit of a taste test of a previous uh, recipe from uh, Gabrielle. And, of course, don't forget, oh, we've got Jamo coming up today. We've, got, we've wheeled Jamo back into yes. the show. We gave him, we put him on the bench for a couple of weeks and now we're bringing him back in. We missed him. And... Uh, as always, you can call in on one three hundred seven three six seven three six or text on o four three three nine eight one 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 six. Or if you're listening on the app, click on the temper text in line and send us a text at any time. We love reading out texts. We love it. Now we have a competition which we've been sort of plugging a lot, and it's been going off. Fanny, what is this competition? Yes, it's been going off like a fish milkshake in the sun. Uh, it's actually our biggest competition that <laughs> we've ever done. We've got a prize pack from Temper, which is over nine thousand dollars worth of bedding. Yes, uh, and then we also have a prize pack from Giant and Shimano, our um, show sponsors. Yes, and and of course we've got the uh, a quadlock, um, and they've got this new uh, this new way to charge quadlock phones. Part of the whole thing is so we've got a quadlock pack, and the the most I, I guess the one which people are really screaming out for the most. It's a ride with you and I. Yeah, and lunch. And free, lunch. Yeah, no, no, don't say anything about not getting a free lunch. We're offering one. Oh, they're not paying. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's the prize. Oh, that's a good prize. I know. <laughs> well, it's a, it's, it is a huge competition. You simply have to watch the first episode of the New Zealand series, which is the series two. It's on SBS On Demand right now. Mm. And there is a clue. And in the show, somewhere better down in the show, um, Vandy is compared to a crustacean. Yes. We uh, want to know which crustacean. Or you could go to our semi-viral TikTok video. We how? don't even know how TikTok works, but uh, we went semi-viral last week. Semi? 160,000 <laughs> views is not semi. Well, I guess it is relative to an actual viral video, but uh, we uh, it's because I was topless, I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not oldest true. trick in the book. Oldest <laughs> trick. You'll do anything. I, well, look, uh, this competition is great. You just go to our website. You can simply sign up on the website once you've watched the episode on SBS On Demand. And everybody should do so if you want these amazing prizes. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But your uh, On Trail Towns is brought to you by 100% New Zealand. Now, being a 
being the winner you are, Vandy, you well. have just come back from the Reef to Reef. <laughs> and the Reef to Reef is a, is a race, and it's, it's been going for 30 years, yeah? Well, the Triple R event that's on the Sunday has been going for 30 years, but Reef to Reef has only been going for the last four or five. But because of the pandemic, it hasn't been run since 2019. But, uh, yeah, it's four days mountain biking, uh, touched down in Cairns and went from freezing Melbourne and single digits to beautiful blue skies and 25 degrees each day. I was like... This feels like a different world up here. I mean, we're right now in Melbourne, right now, when we're broadcasting right across Australia and New Zealand live. But right now in Melbourne, it's about six degrees and teeming with rain. So that sounds like a pretty good deal. But it did open up the conversation between you and I about racing in general. And um, what is happening in racing, Vandy? I mean, you did win on the weekend. We did. We, we covered that briefly, but tell, <laughs> tell us what did you race in and then what is happening in racing generally in Australia? Yes, well, I'm as surprised as you are, mate. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things. I haven't raced and uh, sort of been riding my bike as much as I used to when I was racing cross-country World Cups. And it was just fun to get back out there on the track. We raced the first day in Smithfield, just north of Cairns, and it was a 17-kilometre time trial. And to... Mainly my surprise. I said on the on the um, on the PA when I was interviewed before the race, I was like, "I'm just here to ride, just going to have a bit of fun. I've I've had a bit of a cold in Melbourne, and just here to here to have some have some laughs with my friends because there's uh, 500 people at the event and everyone's just having a ripper time. And Smithfield they they held the world championships back in 1996, so it's got a bit of uh, history in international racing, but. We did the lap around Smithfield and I was the fastest solo rider, but uh, most of the really fast dudes were racing in the pairs category because it's um, the format that they try and promote is the pairs format. But with events, I think the main thing is just to enter and get involved because everyone there was just having the time of their lives. And that whole thing about being competitive, especially if you've got young kids, getting them into something that is a little bit competitive, but still fun. What's happening out there with bike racing? I know we have a, a mate that we know who runs sort of these less high, hardcore downhill enduro types of events. What's what's going on there? Yeah, so Cairns was four days and you do roughly, you know, 30 to 50 Ks maximum per day. So it's quite achievable, especially uh, for people who don't have time to train every day. Um, but there's also other events like uh, Rowan Adams, who you mentioned, who's Big Hill Events. He runs events all around Victoria and they're just fun, sort of approachable events. He does a 25-kilometre event and a 50-kilometre event for people of different uh, levels and that's called the Shifty 50. And he's also got gravel events, which are very achievable, 50 kilometres. And then the one you were just talking about is the Flow Duro. So it's um, a, a non-gnarly downhill only timed section but it's more on cross-country stages and you don't have to wear a full face helmet and full body armor you can if you want if that makes you feel safer but you can also just wear like your normal um, trail gear and an open face helmet so yeah the mountain biking it's sort of like choose your own adventure with how hard you want to go with uh your uh, degree of difficulty but um yeah i think just go on to the oz cycling site or any of the, um, if you just search mountain bike racing in Australia, you'll be able to find some information on there. But the main thing is just go out there and, and challenge yourself because the satisfaction that I had finishing on the beach of Port Douglas yesterday was, it's hard to match. And it's one of the best finish lines in the world. You actually race four kilometers down the beach and then you cross 
the finish arch on the beach. Like, it's insane. <laughs> I've walked that beach many times. I've ridden it too. I think the bike's chain was rusted by about the time I got to the third grade. <laughs> but the thing is, you go, you know, you got a, a lot of bike clubs right across Australia and New Zealand run fantastic races. Your kids can get involved. You can get involved, go and have a race and then hang out in the town and, and learn a bit more about the region. So that stuff's going on all the time. And we sort of got to plug that a little bit, get a, get more people interested or at least knowing that there are some races out there. They don't have to be competitive. They just get in and have a laugh and have some fun. No, participation is key. I think that's probably the uh, the main the main thing that I want to stress is like the satisfaction you get from racing and doing these sort of events it's hard to match. Like we've all bought bikes and we've all got these new bikes. So you may as well go and test yourself and race against your mates. Absolutely. We are brought to you by 100% Pure New Zealand. And right after this, we're talking about Rotorua in New Zealand and what an amazing place it is to go and have a visitation. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Live on SEN, Trail Towns with Vandy and Deets. That's right, Deets. We're live across Australia and New Zealand. And for this segment, we're going to talk all things New Zealand. And specifically today, we're talking about Rotorua. But before that, we're going to read out some texts. We are literally getting an avalanche of texts here, Vandy. An the first avalanche. One, the first one says, well done, Vandy. Clearly referring to your win on the weekend. Yes. Well done. you. I've also got one here that says... Uh, Dietz, you are, uh, Dietz, are you faster than Vandy? You look fitter. That's from Jason from Bandura. Well, thank you, Jason. Uh, I, I, well, in some, no, I'm not fitter than Vandy. (laughs) I was about to say, you do look quite fit though. Like you're quite lean. So, and you have chicken legs. Yeah, because you're lucky legs. (laughs) Oh, lucky legs. Lucky they don't break. Yeah. Yeah. Then we got, then we got, then we, then we've got, uh, we've got somebody who's inspired to get into a bike race. I want to read out a text. Oh, sorry. You go for it. Oh yeah. Deets, uh, you got to keep that chain oiled up if it's rusting up on you. That's from, that's from Harry. Good on you, Harry. (laughs) Good one, Harry. From Heidi West. Good on you. Oh, you've got more information I than know, me. He- Heidi the, West I know well. You've got the control station, I, I do. reckon. I'm just driving it here. <laughs> What's the last one? Oh, if uh, well, you're a winner if you have a go. That's what my mum always says. <laughs> That's Chloe from Collingwood. Oh, she's, she's our number one fan. We love that. Amazing. You know Port Douglas? I have a Port Douglas story. But I know you just had yours. I met um, Matthew McConaughey in Port Douglas. I just listened to his audio book. He's amazing. And I was in the bike shop in Port Douglas renting a bike and he was the the guy literally in front of me renting a bike and he's, you know, obviously looks like a movie star and he was filming the, McConaughey. Yeah, he's yeah, he's filming Fool's Gold and I was there on holidays, right? And I was behind him in the queue and I actually started chatting to him. He was hiring a bike because his best mate at the time was Lance Armstrong and they used to ride all the time together. Ah, oh, so go. McConaughey, a bit of a cyclist. We'll yes. get him on the show when we're in America. I told him to uh, keep his chain lubricated. He thanked me. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> maybe his alias is Harry now. Oh, uh, could be. Uh, but so call in on 1300 736 736 and we'll chuck you live on air if you want to. Or just keep the text firing in on 0433 98 and uh if you have any questions specifically about Rotorua, that is relevant to this segment. So fire in a text about Roto if you want. I had a lot of questions before we went there, Vandy, and we did the episode. It uh, was part of the episode, but I heard so much about it. You wouldn't stop talking about Rotorua and how great it was. So I was expecting a lot, right? And I got a lot. 
and I don't even know where to start, but <laughs> we, we could talk about my first race in 35 years that I had there. Um, but let's talk about Skyline Park or Skyline Park School, right? Well, I was, um, I was blown away that you hadn't ridden there before because oh. it was the first place that I'd ever ridden overseas for, um, the Oceania championships and then the world championships back in 2006. So I have this strong connection with Rotorua and also uh, the Skyline Gondola because that's where the event village was for the World Championships. So it's a purpose-built gondola that has a restaurant at the top and they also have mountain bike trails which take you back down to the bottom. So you can load your bike on at the bottom, get a lift up to the top and then choose your own adventure on the way down. And there's a lot of progressive jump trails in the Skyline Park. Like you enjoyed... Which I appreciated because I didn't... I grew up riding bikes in the 90s and they didn't even have VMX bikes when I was growing up as a kid. So I never learned how to jump. And and if you don't know how to jump and you start jumping and you make a mistake, like I did down at um, the Yu Yangs one day, it kind of knocks you... Uh, confidence around a bit. So this place is lovely and progressive, but what I'm interested in is you've seen it from, from, oh, you know, two decades ago, nearly. Mm. What have you seen the change in Rotorua to what we saw? Cause that might be mirrored in a lot of places that are now starting to embrace bike tourism. What, what changes have you seen? Well, for the cross country race, it was very hand cut, very raw, quite steep. Didn't follow the contour of the hill. Whereas now the old cross country world championships course has been closed and they've put in these flow trails. And I mean, I enjoyed seeing you get jumps and get to the landing and have that satisfaction and that sweet spot. And then we had the complete contrast of doing Mr. Black, which we ended up filming on for the trail towns episode. And in our recce run, I had a huge crash because I was indecisive about doing the a line, like the double black gap or doing the, the B line, which was a bit easier. And I tried to turn on the up ramp and then landed sideways. And it was, yeah, it was the only crash in the six and a half week road trip, but, uh, you didn't let me forget it anytime soon. Well, no, hang on. I, I had, I had a crash in Auckland too. And that was, I think that made the show. We might put that on. I actually caught that crash and it was quite interesting. It wasn't a bad one, but it was a cool one. But the thing is with the Skyline Park and you can just get your bike up on the gondola the progressive nature of it coming down. What that really translates to is that anyone can ride it. And if you have a partner who isn't all that confident or getting into the sport or kids that are getting into sport, Skyline Park is just so great because if you get bored of riding, you go and do the luge, which oh. we had the giant Vandy challenge on the luge. And that was hilarious. They actually invented this um, crazy luge, which it's, it's hard to describe because it's on an open single lane, hot mix track and, it's a three-wheeled cart and you can use a little bit of braking, but holy moly, you can get some speed up there. Like it's, uh, I remember it from 2006 and then doing it again in like 2022, I was very scared coming down some of the sections because you get the speed up and then you can ram each other. And it's a bit like uh, uh, adult dodgem cars. It was. <laughs> but if you watch that episode, if you watch the Rotorua episode, which is episode two in season two, if you watch the mountain bike sequence at the end where Vandy, you were racing and Joe, the young trail builder who jumped in and did that really cheesy look to the left and look to the right and jumped into the race, which we had a kind of a race down the hill. I didn't act, I actually directed that sequence. Um, the, the, the trail was too, really too tricky for me to really enjoy. Um, and it would have been dangerous for me to even try it, to be honest. 
So you three boys who all could ride crazy rode that so well. And if you want to watch that sequence, that's probably the sequence in the show we're most proud of in terms of how we cut it together and how it all worked and how it all flowed. And it was, it was a really, and it's, you're riding through Redwood Forest, which is the other thing, which is unbelievably beautiful too. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got a very topical question here because it says, hi, Dietz and Vandy. How many days would you recommend spending in Rotorua and what are the best trails? Jason from Bandura. Uh, Rotorua, I would spend, my guess, I'd spend probably four days there. I, I, for me, I would. I'd probably, I'd do a seven-day trip even. So I'd do the Haraki Rail Trail, which we did. And that would be like a three or four. And then maybe another three or four in Rotorua because you've got so much diversity. We haven't spoken about the uh, the loop, the the forest loop. The Fakawera Wera Wera. It's a bit of a tongue twister for yeah. the Aussies, but uh, we are getting our head around it. And those trails are magical. You get into these redwood section at the start, and then it's got um, cultural references throughout the whole loop. And I think the loop is 30 or 40 kilometers. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. And you can always add more in. And the best bit that I loved was you could get delicious gourmet burgers on this pristine blue or green lake. I can't remember which one, but there's both of them in there. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, fuel up and and take it on as much of an adventure as you want. And that trail, uh, we rode that with Jake, our director of photography, and he yeah. said it was his favorite trail of the entire trip. Of the entire trip. So it, it takes off your ride through Redwood, come up giant views of Rotorua, come down you've got this amazing new what will become actually a trailhead with uh really lovely maori uh um uh, art installations, art installations. Yeah, yeah. yeah which are really mind-blowing and then you wind around to this massive lake where this is airstream uh caravan serving gourmet burgers that's that's a day in itself so jason from bandura that's a day in itself right there um you do skyline park in a day but let's talk about the race because that was the 2W, which was... Oh, the 2W. <laughs> so we rolled into town to start a week of filming in Rotorua and the Horaki Rail Trail, mm-hmm. and I convinced Dietz to race a downhill race, an enduro. <laughs> so you have... Well, we were told it was six time, six time stages, but it turned out on the day there was 10, and we were completely exhausted by the end. We rode with uh, Jason from Giant and a bunch of other crew from Giant New Zealand. Mm. And we're lucky enough to have the e-bikes with the big 750 batteries. Very lucky. And uh, it was about 2,000 metres of climbing. It was more. It was 2,300 (laughs) metres of climbing. Ten stages. Every stage was at least black and probably double black. And the main thing was you didn't crash. I didn't crash once. And, I mean... Also, I managed to win, and then uh, when came, did you end I up? came stone motherless last, so, <laughs> they, so the locals were all calling us the bookends. You came first, and I came last. <laughs> oh, Rotorua, I guess. But it, I did it. I did it. It's the ultimate trail town for a reason. So I think, uh, as most of our advice, book a trip to New Zealand and go and explore it because there's so many good places. And we'd even talk about the food and the bev and the, and the accommodation, which is all absolutely world-class, as you would expect in Rotorua. So, yep, go We've to Rotorua. We've got um, another message that I'm enjoying. Um, how do you know Heidi West so well, Dietz? Were you here last Saturday? My got, my bike got pinched from my front yard. That's Harry from Heidelberg. <laughs> <laughs> I did well, see Dietz got well, a new bike last week. How, how, how do you know it was your bike? It was in your front yard. 
<laughs> well, um, look, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there. It's a. It's a great. I've, I've had lots of uh, work done on my motorcycles from people in Heidelberg West. But anyway, you're on Trail Towns, supported by 100% Pure New Zealand. And after this, we got some special guests, but a none more special than the great Ted Ballyu. Live on SEN, Trail Towns with Vandy and Deeds. For your culinary pleasure, we have aujourd'hui nous parlons avec les légendes Mike Tomalaris and Gabrielle Gatte and the great saison 89 to you too. <laughs> the great Ted Value. <laughs> gentlemen, we've got five people here tonight for, for all of our listeners' pleasure. <laughs> That's about 30 seconds for each of us, is it? <laughs> no, we're, we're being quiet now. <laughs> Good to talk to you, boys. Um, I'm very jealous of uh, Vandy, though, because I have noticed his social media posts uh, from North Queensland, Reef yes. to Reef. Is that, is that correct, Vandy? Yes. Shorts, T-shirts, Hawaiian shirts, and uh, mountain bikes. That's right. What a combination. It was a, it was more of a holiday than a bike race, which is exactly my kind of race these days. I actually wore a ski jacket to come into the studio this evening because the weather is quite the contrast. I've turned into a Queenslander in one week. <laughs> well, you had a smile on your face. And uh, when you jumped into the Great Barrier Reef and the waters of the Great Barrier Reef, it basically summed up a terrific weekend. I envied you, Vandy. <laughs> now, Gabrielle, Gabrielle, are you there? Yes. Gabriel, we have something very special. We've got Ted Bailey, the former pres- uh, Premier of Victoria. and Bailleur. Bailleur, exactly. <laughs> and, and you speak French. And we also have your blueberry muffins, and we're doing a taste test on air from last week's recipe, uh, recipe which my daughter Elka cooked this afternoon. Mm. And this is the big test to see whether – I'm sure she's done a perfect job, of course. Are we ready, uh, Gabriel? Here we Good go. Enough. On three. One, two, three. What mm, do we think? Okay, do we think? This is my uh-huh. first bite mm. now. Oh, this is good, Ragweed. Right? <laughs> Sacre bleu. That is amazing, Elka. You mm. did a great job. Gabrielle, winner. Love wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Now, can we do the Tour de France thing and throw the rest off to the side? Yes. <laughs> we ditch the wrapper. I've got a, a bit of tinfoil here. <laughs> oh, so good. So, Mike, what have you been up to? You've been, have you been in the country? What have you been doing? Look, I'm in Geelong right now, and the reason I'm here is tomorrow morning Geelong, Geelong. I'm appearing on commercial television. Mm. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm appearing on the, on the Today show with Carl Stefanovic. Now, there's a combination, Tomo with Carl Stefanovic. Um, I'm here for the Healthy Bones Action Week uh, on behalf of Dairy Australia. Now, we're encouraging Aussies of all ages to take three simple actions to ensure strong bones and muscles to enable a happy, healthy life through every life stage. Now, I'm over 60, and I know that uh, Gabriel is uh, a little bit older than me. We were out giving too much away, Gabriel. But at our ages, we're supposed to consume uh, a daily recommended serves of calcium-rich foods such as milk, cheese, yogurt, and uh, butter. And apart from that, Gabriel... We have to uh, participate in regular exercise and physical activity. Now, are you doing that? Am I doing that? You go, JJ. Sorry. <laughs> aren't, you be, aren't you meant to be riding, Mike? <laughs> Where's your what? bike? You'll get Where's nothing. your bike? <laughs> which bike? I've, which bike are you talking about? The one that keeps you healthy and keeps your bones 
Strong. Strong. Of course, I've got a number of bikes. And, and like I said to you last week, I recently purchased an e-bike. I uh, use it to commute during the uh, week and I use it for gravel riding on weekends. Uh, and that's the, my form of exercise. Uh, um, I've got strong bones. You do. GG, you. GG, tell, tell us, what's your recipe for this week? Because we know it's a Bolognese type thing, but we want to know more. Well, uh, I think, you know, maybe in your life, you know, once, if you want to be a basic cook, you need, there may be 50 recipes that you should know. That, that covers the basics, so you can provide variety to your family. And I think it's good to, have, to learn to make uh, a bolognese sauce. It is very simple. It's a one-pot cooking. It's best to have a, a large pot with a large base. You start by cooking by a little bit of olive oil in a, in a pot. You stir in that one small chopped onion, one, one medium chopped carrot, and one stick of celery. And you cook that for about five minutes. After that, you add 500 grams of minced meat. It is best for bolognese sauce if it is a mix of pork, beef or, or veal. It's good to have a mix. When you go to the supermarket, you have got those those mints uh, that are already mixed. You cook the mints the, the with those vegetables for about five minutes. You sprinkle a tablespoon of plain, of plain flour on top of that. You stir. You add one tablespoon of tomato paste. You stir. You add half a cup of red wine or white wine, if you wish. Or if you don't want to use any wine, you can use water, but it's not quite as good at the end. Then you add two chopped cloves of garlic and one uh, 400 gram can of crushed tomatoes to that. You season with a bit of salt and pepper, you stir, and you cook slowly on a steamer for at least an hour. It is better if you can cook it a little bit longer that is the secret of the bolognese sauce. It needs to cook slowly, but for a long time, so it becomes rich, it becomes sweet, it becomes, you know, the flavors are all mixed together. And it goes well with whatever pasta you like, or even uh, you can bake some potatoes and then half and put some bolognese sauce on it, so you can have it on toast. Or it is very flexible. Very flexible, a good source of protein, of course. Oh, Gabrielle, what about adding a cup of milk into the bolognese? Yes, Mike, we are, we are not <laughs> going to forget you for one moment, I mate. I, I don't, I don't think that would work. But Gabrielle, you know, you've taught us, you've taught us so much about French cuisine. My wife is Italian, and I have that uh, dish on a regular basis at, at home. It's, it's a very Italian dish, of course, bolognese, which is uh, from Bologna in northern which Italy. And, and Bologna is a wonderful city, but in Bologna, they don't like us to talk about spaghetti bolognese because it's not, the local speciality is not with spaghetti, it is with other pasta. Oh, the tricks. Well, I actually have ah, a, uh, a secret. I've got a secret bolognese recipe that yes. includes a cup of milk, so we can ah. uh, add the secret bone strength right? formula. Well, yes. Well, yes. Look, look. <laughs> well, I have a secret but, about bolognese. What's your what secret, it, Ted? Ted? <laughs> and Gabriel, I'm sure will agree. Just put in a little bit of Vegemite. Ooh, Ooh. a bit of Australian oh. flair. That is the X factor. Oh. <laughs> a little 
Vegemite, Gabriel. Vegemite. Well, look, we've got to wind this up, Mike. We're going to be watching you tomorrow. You don't get that in Paris, do you, Gabriel? Me and Carl Stefanovic. You and Carl. get Vegemite on the Champs-Élysées. You and your new best mate. Carl will be on the big time tomorrow morning. Gabriel, I will be cooking up the bolognese for next week, and we will look forward to Tatting to Les Legends next That's week. Good. You're on SEN. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was um I was just laughing at you scoffing a muffin. I know. I couldn't believe that. I was, <laughs> I was like you smashing this muffin. It was so good. <laughs> and then I could just hear you munching. I know. I'm sorry, audience and <laughs> listeners at home. That was a really it was a very amateur thing to do, but we've never pretended to be professional. No. Mr. Ted Bailey, former pre- uh, Premier of Victoria. We're calling him the president, president of Victoria. President of Victoria and a great friend of <laughs> Trail Towns. Okay. It is our great pleasure to welcome He's you. At Trail Towns. Trail, mm. that's like, we, I remember at our first interview, we thought it was Trial Towns. We were a, a, I thought a, it was Trady Towns. Town. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, good, be. we're good at construction, good especially be. painting. Yeah. Now, guess where we've just been, Ted? We've been in the UK hanging about with your great friend, Trent Smythe. Ah, the Birmingham boys. The Birmingham boys. <laughs> and we were promoting or getting our, our fourth season in the UK underway and Trent says he sends his very best regards to you. I, I did exchange some messages with Trent last week. He was having a bit of fun. Oh, he is. Ha- he's having fun in London. He was we telling ca- the truth about you guys. Yes. Yeah. What did he say? We, I can't repeat. We, we call him Omel, our man in London. He, I, he's... Um, he needs a, a hyphen where he's <laughs> Trent something or other smart. We need it when Biggenworthy or something. Trent Barrington, Barrington smart. What we did, though, find out, Ted, is that bike tourism in the UK is absolutely exploding. Um, the government needs it to happen because this obesity epidemic, which they're talking about in the UK, people are not getting out and exercising as much as they should. And they're spending a lot of money. £350 million has just been announced on new bike trails right across the UK. Um, it's a pretty big deal over there, isn't it? It is, and uh, it's a pretty big deal everywhere, frankly. I mean, it's a big deal in Victoria. It's a big deal around Australia. It's a big deal in New Zealand and and obviously uh, in Birmingham. I watched a bit of the Com Games, and, and boy, that uh, mountain bike track there was pretty good. Um, ah, well, I, 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 I actually commentated the Commonwealth Games. Well, there you go. There, I, was, I was sitting there listening to you. If only I'd known. Yeah, you were, were you wearing a beanie when you were doing muted that? Muted it. No, I've got the beanie off. I've, I've adapted to my Victorian ways now. It's nice and warm in the studio. I reckon you could make that mountain track a bit safer, though. Get rid of the trees and maybe yeah. pave the ground a bit. And the rocks. Straighten, straighten, the, the rocks are in the way. Straighten really. it up a bit. I don't <laughs> understand why you go over the rocks when you can go around them. Yes, so. it's a strange course design, isn't it? Ted, but... Uh, you're a Victorian. What's what's your region in Victoria that you go to if you were having to go on a holiday? Not necessarily bike touring, but could be if you want. Well, um, I, I, there are a range of places, but I'm a swimmer, so yes. I love the coast. So anywhere down the southwest, um, just glorious eastern beach round round the uh, eastern view, uh, round where Paddy is as well, um, lawn. And then on the other side, um, Corner Inlet around there, down to 90 Mile Beach, Paradise Beach, Sunshine oh, yeah. Beach, just Paradise beautiful places. Beach. That's a great spot down there. It is so, so quiet. You, you could literally go down there and, and disappear and nobody would ever find you again. 
you can sunbake there wearing absolutely nothing without any fear of anybody stopping by. So. <laughs> it's a pretty pretty cool place. Um, you're a Geelong supporter, correct? So you'd be I am. pretty happy right about now. Yeah, I'm a bit nervous that Mike's going down there tomorrow morning. He could be doing it up, could, to, up to no good. He could be, could be giving the moz. But that area is a fantastic area for bike tourism. We know we've done micro-adventures down there. We want to do an episode down that way. What do you like about that part of Victoria so much? And you know that bike riding on, you know, the Great Ocean Road is just massive, but this also... It is big, and, and uh, Cadell lives down there yep. still, and um, uh, we were lucky enough to be in government when he won, and uh, I've always got on well with Cadell and his, and his family. And the Cadell uh, um, road race is back, I think, next year. It's had a bit of a, a pause, uh, but that'll be back, I think it's January. Uh, yeah. I think it might even be Australia Day. Mm. It'll be a ripper. Uh, so, so that'll be something to look forward to. And I, I've been to quite a few of those and had the the pleasure of going around, um, uh, not in the race car, but in the car behind the race car a few times and, it, and, and up that, that, that hill at the yeah. back of July. Oh, yeah. I don't know what his name is. But well, uh, is it uh, Barrabool Street or something like something that? Something like that. Um, it's, it's, it's straight up and you go, oh. Yes. Well, it'll be a good one to spectate in January. We've actually got the um, Road World Championships in Wollongong this um, coming September. So the last Road World Championships were in Geelong. Where's where's Wollongong? (laughs) Just a bit south of Sydney. Oh, it's it's on the other side of the Murray. Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) But, you know, the the Warnable race, um, you know, which is... It's now the Warnable to Warnable race, isn't it? Because the start keeps moving. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Melbourne to Warnable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Getting closer for the older people. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, with, um, with, with, with what's happening down in Geelong and all over Victoria, you're ex-Premier uh, of Victoria, what do you see with the bicycle tourism, how important it is? Oh, we talk about Warpton, for instance. There's this argy-bargy, will they, won't will they? Will they, won't they yeah. on the mountain bike track? And Where do you I've had a bit of involvement of that, and I, I just think it is the most superb location. There are plenty of opportunities to commercialise it, and I really hope, I've talked to the government about it in the past, I really hope they bite the bullet on this. Maybe it might be an election issue or somebody, something for one other side to pick up an election issue. Mm. Um, so I think it will happen. There's enough trails around there to make sense of it. And with Donald Yang in the background, it's potentially fantastic television and good viewing. It's stunning, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But if you look around Victoria, every, every just about every country town's got something going for it. And uh, when we were there, we started a thing called Small Town Transformations, which was a bucket of money and willing towns bidding to get some money to transform their towns using art. And some of, some of the results of that went fantastic. Nearham South, the beautiful Bower sculpture they've got at the entry to Nearham South. The Dookie Quarry, which transformed the quarry into an events um, venue. Yes. And if the Stones were still going, that would be the place for the Stones <laughs> to play. But, uh, and Avoca, the Chinese garden. And, and we had a few years of small town transfer. That's arts and culture transforming mm. town in exactly the same way that cycling and um mountain biking in particular, transformed towns. Totally. But also swimming does the same thing. There are a lot of small towns that have um, big swims and they're uh, very popular and they bring a lot of people into town. Well, we're going to keep Ted on and we're going to just have a little quick ad break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Trail Towns Radio with Vandy and Dietz, brought to you by 100% Pure New Zealand.
on SEN Trail Towns with Vandy and Deets. We're coming home with a massive wet sail here, Vandy and Ted. In fact, it's a tailwind. We've got Ted Bailey here, here and uh, Ted. Um, what are you talking about? Yes, well, what we've got to talk about is an, a question from a, a text here. It says, uh, Vandy, would you like to read that one out? You're the expert. I don't know which text. Can we, you got so kindly many. tell us what giant e-bike you would recommend for a beginner? In fact, maybe even Jammo, who's on the line in just a second, can tell us. But what would you say? Is a great giant e-bike for a beginner. Are we bringing Jamo in or no? Jamo, you there? Him out of it. No, you there, Jamo? I'm here right now. <laughs> oh, hey, Guido. Hey, Vandy. Hello, yeah, Ted Bailey. Hello. Hello. Yes, we we're going to leave you hanging, but I thought jammin', I'd bring you jamming with Jamo. Exactly. This jammin'. is the jamming with Jamo section. I like that. We could rebrand. I'm in early. I'm in early tonight. You normally get me on about the last two minutes. Of yeah, the you've got a couple more tonight, which is great. <laughs> I'm now, now, Jamo, I'm going to throw you straight in. What's your advice uh, for? Some someone who's a beginner wanting to buy an e-bike? Oh, well, you know, it all comes down to budget. You know, you can buy a cheap e-bike with the motor in the back wheel or in the front wheel for, yep. you know, $1,000 or so. But you, you really you are buying a $400 bike with a $600 motor. You know, if you're going to do it... And $1,000 worth of problems. <laughs> yeah. It's awfully nice to get a giant... A, a bike like a giant e-bike that's got the motor in the frame... My, my advice uh, is so buy an e-bike that's got four wheels, a roof, doors, and a bigger motor. That's the T. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. No, hey, so... Hey, Peter, yes. Sorry, go ahead. No, no you go, You Jammo. go, Jamo. You're the man. I'm, I'm on a bit of a delay here. You know, the phone reception's not that good. Never mind. If I look out my window, I can actually see the um, the tower. But it doesn't work that well. <laughs> Hey, I actually actually listened to the show for the first time ever. <laughs> That's well done. I told you you had to listen. Yeah. Ratings have doubled. <laughs> Shane and you, great. Oh, we've got Chloe. That's triple yeah. No, I will get you. Can, you. You can listen to the show. You, you go to Google on your mobile phone and yes. you dial in SCN Live and you can listen to the show. Oh. How's that? That's that's a shortcut for that's you. an achievement for me because as you know, Dieter, I'm I'm not really comfortable with any technology introduced after about nineteen eighty. <laughs> you can type that. Jamo, um, what about entering the competition for yeah. the temper mattress? Why How you have you gone that? with that? Yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't get very far and, and I got scared off. I, I saw that one of the prizes was a ride with Bandy. I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you could win a $9,000 well, well mattress. <laughs> what have you got for hey, us? Well have you got any questions well for Ted? We don't often get, you know, uh, you don't get the well, chance I, to speak to, I you do. know, the. What do you have? Dita, you're a Hawthorne supporter, aren't you? I am a Hayes very, very, I'm as tough as Hawthorne supporter as you'll find. Look, I'm a little bit out of touch with AFL, but I am a Geelong supporter like Ted. And Ted, I was just wondering, you know, exactly how are the Cats going this year? They're, they're all, they're playing with lids on. <laughs> <laughs> they're keeping the lid on. Yeah. <laughs> I was Sorry, you, you, know, you know what I've figured out, Jammo? It doesn't matter. What colour socks I wear, what colour undies I wear, or whether I wore them inside out or not, it doesn't make any difference what I do or think. Um, they mm. just get on with it. So it's it's made watching yeah, a little okay. bit a little so, bit more comfortable. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I was down in Gippsland on the weekend. I was driving home and I said, I'll have a listen. Saturday afternoon, I'll have a listen to the footy. So I scanned the radio and up it came and there was a, 
commentator, the cat's doing this and blah, blah, blah. And then I realised I was actually listening to Nana Goon, but Nana Goon versus... Um... <laughs> I was down at Cadinia Park and I'm going to assure you it was better than the Nana Goon second. So. <laughs> they're going, they're going yeah, swimmingly well. What was the story, Jamo, yeah. that you were going to tell us? Something about McDonald's? Oh, my visit to McDonald's. Yes. Yep. It, it's a free country. That's what our fathers fought for. Although, Although some were an opposing size. If they'd known exactly what sort of freedom they were fighting for, they might have had second thoughts, I'm not sure. But it's a free country. I dropped into Macca's the other morning. It was freezing cold. And I thought, I'll go and get an egg and bacon and a coffee. Walked in and there's a bloke who looks sort of like Ed Sheeran wearing sitting down having his breakfast, wearing nothing but a leather G-string with a little strap that came up over the shoulder. Now, <laughs> a mankini. Know, of attire. Just, yet again, my story is only have a tenuous link to cycling tent. What was it that attracted uh, your attention, Gemma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had shoes on. Oh, but, was... um, anyway, I struck up a conversation. You, you wouldn't believe it. Fan of the show, Dita. Oh. <laughs> so, no, hi, hi no. to Brendan. How you going? And, shout um, out to Brendan. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Brendan. Loves oh. you. Loves you, dude. Oh, it actually still <laughs> surprises me when I find anyone who's a fan of the show. Because when I was in Cairns last week, there were so many people who came up and got a selfie with me and said how much they love the show. And I'm like, oh, people are actually watching Trail Town. This is fantastic. This has made my evening. Thank, thank you. And Brendan, thank you for being a, such a great supporter of Trail Towns. We, 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 we love people that can express themselves. I suggested a pair of tracky dacks and a hoodie. <laughs> you know, it made it cold. It was a good bloke. Oh, well, Jamo, we're wrapping it up. We'd like to firstly thank Ted for coming in. You've been a wonderful guest and uh, great fun, mate. I've only been here since 9 o'clock this yeah, morning. Yeah. <laughs> he said 9 o'clock and he got yeah, here 9 o'clock this morning. No, we, we don't get the prime time here on Trail Towns. We're uh, 9 p.m. material. We don't get the prime time. We, we want to thank you, Ted. I've appeared on every program on SEN today. <laughs> Which was the most fun? Was it ours? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It was ours. Now, now, and Jamo, it's great to Jamo. have you back as well. Thank you for coming Extended on, Jamo. Extended period for you, Lovely. Jamo. Lovely to be back. Thank you for your great story. You, did, you, you didn't disappoint, mate. <laughs> oh, Ripper. Well, we'll uh, see you all next week. 9.30 and... because the, the US Open's on. So we're at 9.30. You've got we'll the competition. Back. SBS On Demand. See you later. Thanks for coming. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>